Welcome to the Countries for Kids podcast from Case of Adventure. I'm Karen and I'm so happy to be here with you today. I'm going to read you some more of Cuckoo Clock Secrets in Switzerland. The Cuckoo Clock Secrets book is part of our Switzerland adventure book. To find out more, go to caseofadventure.com. Our England adventure book is nearly here. The story is called Undercover Enterprise in England. In it, the children are called upon by their good friend Ian Weems, the Earl from Scotland Adventure, and they are asked to help solve the mystery of the sabotage threats at the BBC. So look out for England Adventure coming soon. Now sit back, relax, and join Ren, Rome, Jake, Libby, and Tiffany in their adventures in Switzerland. After a quick breakfast, Dad set off for his office in Geneva, while Mom and the others donned warm jackets and boots, ready for their outing to a supermarket to buy a few supplies for the next couple of days. Migros had been recommended as a good grocery store and was within walking distance of the hotel. They walked past a huge outdoor ice rink on their way where many skaters were enjoying the morning sun. The children stopped to watch the skaters and then raced cheerfully on to catch up with Mum. The shop entrance was in a beautiful building with a typically ornate Swiss roof and balcony above. Inside, the shop was modern and spacious with many display racks and baskets. Mum was impressed with the huge variety of fresh produce that was available, though some of the names were difficult to decipher as they were labelled in French. Rome was very interested to discover that you had to insert a one Swiss franc coin into a slot in order to use a shopping cart. The coin was returned when you brought the cart back. A friendly lady wearing a Migros badge on her jacket came over saying, Bonjour, hello. Hello, replied mom looking up. Oh, you are English, smiled the lady, and what a lovely lot you are. It's a relief to find someone English to talk to, replied mom. My husband is English, the shopkeeper told them. Welcome to our shop and we hope that your stay here is a pleasant one. You will find that the Swiss people pride themselves on quality of their food. You will always be able to spot food that is locally produced because it will show the Swiss flag on the packaging. You will find pictures of cows in meadows, cow bells or the Swiss people in traditional dress on much of our food packaging as well. There was a huge glass-fronted fridge with over 50 different types of cheese on display. They saw ready-made Swiss fondue, fixings for raclette, an entire aisle devoted to chocolate. The children studied all the different types of chocolate. You can choose one for us, said Mom to Libby, who was looking at all the boxes of chocolate with pictures of Swiss people blowing elf horns, cows with dangling cowbells and Swiss flags. After much consideration, Libby chose a box with many small wrapped chocolate squares showing through a plastic window. Each chocolate had a lovely Swiss mountain scene on its wrapper. You octopus, said Wren, pointing to a picture sign above the shrink-wrapped octopus packs in the aisle they were in. I'd eat that, said Jake. 
Mom laughed. They paid for their shopping and waving to the friendly shopkeeper left the shop and wandered further down the road. Wren looked at a shop window, then turned and whispered to Mom that she'd seen something very unusual in the shop window that she wanted to check out. It's a bug type thing, she grinned. I think it would be perfect for the boys. Mom gave Wren some Swiss francs and they all waited for her in the friendly morning sunshine while she went in and asked the shop owner to show her the robotic bugs. They were battery-powered rubber bugs with legs that vibrated so that they could actually crawl around rather fast whenever you set one down. He put one down on the floor and Wren gave a little screech as it crawled over her foot. It felt just like the real thing, she exclaimed, looking sheepish. This is the perfect trick to play on my brothers. After examining the bugs further, she purchased two and exited the shop, trying not to laugh when she looked at the boys already plotting in her head the trick she wanted to play on them. After a little more exploring, Mom and the children returned to their apartment and sat down in the lounge, warming cold hands and lips with some delicious hot chocolate. Mom made lunch and the children spent time after lunch reading quietly and playing in the snow outside. Dad returned home late that afternoon from his day in Geneva. He reported triumphantly that they had traced the parcel problems to an incorrect method of entering addresses into the database by two of the new employees. Dad looked around at the children's excited faces. So now that that's done, what's the first step in solving our mystery? Well, I've been thinking about it, replied Wren. The cuckoo clock came from Basel in Switzerland, and the coin is from Geneva, which is also in Switzerland. It's quite likely that the coin was put inside the clock here in Switzerland before Grandad's mother and father bought it, and then it was carried back to South Africa inside the clock. I do agree, said Dad, that the coin was probably inside the clock all along. So our job is to figure out who put it there and why. Perhaps we can start by looking up the Gutmann family in Basel on the Swiss phone directory website. Gutmann sounds like a German name, said Wren. It does, said Mom. We should also try to find out more about the coin, what was significant about it and what it's worth. Good idea, responded Dad. When I go back to Geneva on Wednesday, you could all come with me. Geneva is a bigger city, so there's sure to be a coin expert there. Jake tugged at Dad's sleeve. Daddy, I think that the coin must be gold because it's the color of gold and it's very heavy. It's probably worth a lot of money. I think you could be right, Jake, said Dad, smiling at him. I wonder what the IHS in the middle of the coin stands for, said Rome. We never really thought about that before. I looked that up online, said Dad. IHS stands for Jesus. Those are the first three letters of the Greek spelling of his name. Iota, Eta, Sigma. IHS is often used as a symbolic writing of the name of Jesus. The reformers were honoring the name of Jesus on this coin by putting IHS in the center. Dad moved over to his laptop at the desk and searched for the online phone di directory for Switzerland. He typed Gutmann into the name field and Basel into the region field and clicked the search button. A list of names and addresses popped up. There are 13 families with the surname Gutmann in Basel, he said. It would take ages to phone them all. Phone them? said Rome in surprise. What would we say? We'd say we are doing research on cuckoo clocks and ask them if they are clockmakers. Then we'd make an appointment to see them. 
Dad opened a Google search page. He typed Gutmann Basel in the search field, thinking that the clockmaker's website might come up. Hmm, Gutmann oral surgeon? No. Jan Gutmann? No, nothing here. Dad tried typing Gutmann clocks Basel into the search field. Aha, here we go, Gutmann clockmaker Basel. After navigating to the website, he clicked on the Contact Us link in the menu. The screen showed an address in Basel for Gutmann Clockmaker with a map and a contact form, but no telephone number. I really would like to talk to them rather than email them, Dad said. I have an idea, said Mom. She looked at the address on the clockmaker's website and then clicked back to the Swiss telephone directory tab, which showed the list of those with the surname Gutmann in Basel. She looked through the list to see if the postal address matched any of the entries. Got it, she exclaimed, stopping on the 11th entry. This address matches the clockmaker's address. Hans Gutmann, Bachlettenstrasse 28, Basel. Let's call him, said Rome enthusiastically. Wren jumped up in anticipation. There's just one problem, said Mom. What's that, asked Dad. Everyone looked at Mom expectantly. We don't speak German, Mum grinned. Hmm, said Dad, I didn't think of that. Perhaps we can ask the hotel concierge to help us. Dad and the children went downstairs to the front desk. They were relieved to find that the concierge spoke some English, as well as being fluent in French and German. Dad explained what they were looking for and gave him the phone number. He called the number and conversed in rapid German. The children watched his face as he spoke. He eventually hung up after a long conversation and smiled and gestured to Dad. This man is very interested to meet you. He is definitely a clockmaker. He is away for a couple of days. Today, Monday, you go Thursday, yes? Dad nodded. He says two o'clock. He confirms address said the concierge, pointing to what Dad had written on the paper. I give you directions. Dad then inquired about a coin expert to get their coin valued. The concierge found the phone number of a man in Geneva and helped Dad call him. They made an appointment for Wednesday, after which Dad thanked the concierge heartily for his trouble, and then he and the children went back up to their apartment. Dad told the others about the plans they'd made. Mom searched the internet for hotels and made a reservation in Geneva for Wednesday night and in Basel for Thursday night. She looked up directions for them to follow in each city. So it's Zermatt tomorrow, Geneva on Wednesday and Basel on Thursday, said Wren. We sure That's are all getting for now. around Switzerland. See you next time.